five breakfast catch up It's Run from Becky Hill and Galantis on 5, 8, 12 in the morning on a Friday. And we absolutely love to finish off every single week by inviting one of our favorite people into studio to celebrate them, learn more about them, invite them to potentially lie to us on Pants on Fire. Tubble, what do we do when we have one of a, a big guest in studio? Um, I'm not even sure if I should even mention this, but oh, no. here's the thing. Five breakfast guests. Generally, what happens is our, our guests come in barefoot. And each foot must touch both cheeks on your face. Almost like a Buddha statue, like you're doing yoga. Uh, um, so, yeah, you're supposed to come in barefoot already, but it's fine. I, I was not breathing. Um, no, it's okay. I'm kidding. You play the big guest in show, Dad. Five <laughs> jazz band, take it away! He is a rising star in South African stand-up. He did everything your mother tells you not to do, and it's working out. In fact, he has been listed as one of the Young Comics Choice of the Year Award nominees. Give it up for Khabane Malloy! Happy to be here. Lovely to see you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. that was such a warm welcome. I feel like <laughs> I want to I wanna match your vibe. Yes. No way. No way. So if you're not watching online, Kavani has brought three I beanies. I, I, love, I love the vibe. This is I love this. For, th- yeah. for, for those who don't know, if, you, if you've seen me online, you may not even know that it's Dan from Five. I wear three beanies for no reason. And you look good in these three beanies. Oh. Well, coming from you, that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost like the the traffic lights. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. red, green, and well, not in the correct order, but it's okay. I, I tried. You tried. <laughs> so, Kavane, I want to ask you: as one of the genuinely bona fide cool kids on the block, do you think that uh, stacking the beanies can actually become fashion? Like, do you think it's something we can make into a thing? We can make it a thing. I think you c- if you believe in yourself. Anything is possible. That's a nice way of saying, if nobody else agrees with you, just keep going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so many people don't know of you because you're new to the scene. Shem, I know that it's going to get hot on your head very soon. So as soon as you want to take them off, just take them okay, off, I okay, get okay, it. Okay, okay. You are very new to the comedy scene. You've only been doing stand-up for three years. You're already listed as a potential new Comics Choice Newcomer of the Year. You've already been in the very prestigious Newcomers Showcase, which is a very big deal in South African stand-up. We booked you. You because you were given so much love from one of the you know godmothers of South African comedy, Kate Goliath of the Goliaths. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "You've got to interview Havane." I... So, yeah, that's that's how we even got your digits. I'm sure you thought we were a marketing company or something. Yeah. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about your story, where you're from, where you schooled, how you ended up in stand-up. Firstly, how old are you? I'm 22. Yeah, yeah. guys. So the, the youth are gonna take us. Our job, say it's mad. Tell us how you got to where you got. Uh, so um, I always wanted to do stand-up, like even in matric, actually. So my first ever time doing stand-up, my mom, are uh, like it was like right after exams. Like I just finished my last Afrikaans paper or something, <laughs> and then immediately I was like, "Mom, please take me to a comedy show." I brought a couple of my friends. Uh, do you remember? Mm. Oh, 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 f- like an open mic for yeah, you to perform? Yeah, it was open mic. It was still when uh, the Goliath and Goliath Comedy Club in Melville of course. was still happening. And of then, um, so I went there. This, the rule was bring friends and then you can perform. So I brought two of my friends and then those two friends decided to tell half the entire school. <laughs> and then now everyone is like, really? Yeah. 
and and people are watching me do stand up and i did awful yeah you my, always bombed like, the first I did time so so badly <laughs> And um, it was the first time I was grateful for load shedding because middle of my set the oh, the, power the, put, the power went out and I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. I can blame the I can blame the government. <laughs> that's why that's why I didn't do well. And then did your mates at least laugh for you? Like they were there with the agenda, or did they leave you dry? They laughed at me when we were in the car ride. Yeah? <laughs> they were like, why aren't you funny on stage? Everywhere else you're funny, but in, on stage. And then that's when I knew I loved this thing because it was like I, I feel challenged in art like. I I, w- I love that. So yeah. How did you discover stand up in the first place? Did you have comedians who you watched obsessively in high school? Yes. Uh, so the usual Trevor Noah, Kevin Hart. Of course. Um, but then, weirdly enough, I like I fell in love with Eddie Griffin. Yeah, because he hilarious. was he was just weird. I like weird people talking. Like That's especially why you got three beanies on your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I like weird people talking about things they shouldn't be talking about. Like, I see. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see. That's great. Okay, so your mom was already the coolest mom I've heard of. She took you to a comedy club straight after matric. Yes. And then you went to animation school yes. to be an animator. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And yes. then what happened? And then I realized uh, studying in COVID is not easy. You're so horrible. Like, to anyone that is has like finished their degrees when they were like studying in COVID, shout outs. I give you all the props because I was at home trying to learn and I was just like, this is not going to happen. This sure, is, sure. This is not it. And then uh, I just started, I was writing more jokes in COVID then I was paying attention to my schoolwork and oh, then I was wow, like, okay. let me focus on this. Let me just put all my attention on this. And if did it you works, drop out? Yeah, I dropped out first year. I was just like, nah, I'm done. What did your mom say to that? She's like, uh, these jokes better bring you money. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then COVID ends and you go back to stand up and hopefully you stop bombing. Yes, yes. Like by the second show, I was already doing a lot better. Amazing. Like a lot, lot better. Cause, and, yeah. and tell me about the drug of a large group of people laughing. At your joke uh, It's So weird Because you'll say The same joke In the exact same way And one night It is The best feeling ever And then the other night People are like What is this dude on about He's off his rock <laughs> And then you're just like Like it's like a science It's like It's something But you care When you care so much about it You can't stop trying to figure out This Rubik's Cube Like totally. you just You need to figure it out So I love it yeah, Love it. a lot of stand-ups we've had on the show talk about how the t- thing it takes longest to learn for a stand-up is crowd work. Mm. And the crowd work is how you learn what that crowd will laugh at. Yes. And then you're going through all of your set-piece jokes to be like, okay, I've learned, I've researched that this crowd likes this and that. So how did you end up doing so well so quickly that you are now listed for the Comics Choice Newcomer Award? That's epic. Um, work? Like, just work, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of comics want not a lot of comics a lot of people in general in life just like they want to be appreciated but they're not doing things to be appreciated like just go every night go to every comedy club if you hear there's a gig that's happening just go even if you don't get to perform watch the older guys and just like learn new tricks and things like you'll always get like golden nuggets every night you go out so I think just go out as much as possible I hear you yes, yes, so yes. now we all know about Khabane Malloy I, I want to know what you generally joke about like what is your general like subject material like you said you loved Eddie Griffin because he was a weird one yes yeah. uh, generally I joke about my life okay and I joke about how I always feel out of place everywhere mm. I go like mm. I a lot of the places where I'm at 
a lot of the time people are like, oh, when you're so creative and you're so this, and I'm just like, bro, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I really don't. And it's just because like, nothing really makes sense to me. Oh, you interesting. Know? Like, it's, it's weird. Like, we've come up with these like, social structures of how things are supposed to be, but it's like, what is going like even now I'm just like I'm on radio what, <laughs> what the hell is going this on this is so weird amazing well team I think we know enough about Khabane now he's gonna tell us a story next about his life we're gonna try and figure out if he's saying the truth or a lie right mm. but we're gonna invite him to story tell for us whether he can deceive us or not and then it's your job on the whatsapp line to figure out whether or not he's saying the truth or a lie would you guys like a little taste of Khabane's stand up please oh, yes. mm, okay. definitely you can see how nervous he looks. Because <laughs> no, if we don't laugh, it's going to be uncomfortable. Okay, here we go. And my favorite rap of all time is Jay-Z. Uh-huh. Right? And Jay-Z is a gangster rapper. Right? I'm supposed to be scared when I listen to his music. He's supposed to be tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you know how sad it is to hear a gangster rapper giggle? <laughs> On a track. This man is supposed to strike fear in his enemies. I'm busy hearing... There's no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, your Jay-Z impression is on point. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know if you know, but we have Dr. Phil over here. Dr. Phil and Jay-Z can hang out. Oh, oh yeah, we can definitely have like a little do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got a ranch in Texas. We can do something. <laughs> All right. You're on Five Breakfast. I'm going to play you Nana Nana from Chase Williams. And then, actually, no, before that, let's do traffic. And then we're going to chat. Well, we're going to hear Khabane Malloy try to tell us a story or we'll figure out if it's the truth or a lie. Pants on fire. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. Celebrity. On five breakfast. Fridays on 5 Breakfast. Come on, tell us a story from your life and we'll try and figure out if you're telling the truth or a lie, but I'm sure we will be entertained. So, I actually couldn't decide which story I wanted to tell. I have two stories. Okay. But I'll give you guys the title of the stories Ooh, and you wow. can decide which story you Options. want. Options, that's good. Yes. So, okay. Option one, the time I nearly killed my entire grade. At school what it was an accident but i can yeah and okay. then <laughs> option two is the time casper nuvez stole my girl what yeah. guys how Yo. are we gonna Damn. Can, we, can we do all two no we don't have time <laughs> Yo. Yo, guys what are we gonna do here i wanted two. you i wanted you guys to call me back so i gave you both the options <laughs> <laughs> Oli, what are two. we doing casper nuvez stole the girl yeah, i want to know yeah. about killing a grade of kids how on earth does that happen accidentally? Okay, and then Marley? I'm also more interested in two. I Tabo, thought number one, but as he said, number two, I was yeah. like, ah. Look, the two's okay. juicy, okay? And we oh, like Casper. But no, I want the, what, 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 the school one, the first one. Oh. Okay, no, I'm going to say we're going to hear about the grade. We're going to hear about the grade. Okay, the grade. Okay. So, uh, it was, I believe it was grade five camp. Uh, grade five camp. Yo, you were twelve and you nearly killed a grade of school kids. Dude, I was eleven. <laughs> like I was eleven. I was an ambitious eleven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what had happened was, um, uh, we were at camp and at the camp it was like a lion's pen thing. Like there was like a lion's thing that they kept the lions in. There and were lions at a children's camp. So it was like a. It was like a resort thing i don't i don't even know what to explain there were live lions yes but it was baby lions it was like baby lions cute so it was baby children also at the 11 year olds <laughs> camp okay but when i was there 
there was an uh, electric fence around the, the lion's pen. Mm. And they, you could hear that the electric fence was live because you could keep hearing that. And one of the camp instructors asked me, uh, he's like, touch it. <laughs> what is this camp instructors? Dude, I was 11. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's going to hurt me. And he's like, come on, be a man. And I was like, dude, I'm 12. <laughs> what are you, what are you? How old is this camp instructor? I have no idea, but I'm but sure like at the an time, adult. he was an adult. Man, he was definitely an adult. This is insane. So I was like, but then he was like, "Come on, just do it." And it's like, and I was like, "Okay, I'll try anything once. Let's let's go." So I touch it, and then I like get a quick like shock of electricity. Uh-huh. And it was like it was kind of funny, kind of whatever. I was just like, "Whoa, that was crazy." And then mm-hmm. he was like, "The more people that hold, like the more surface area of people that like." hold your hand the bigger the shock will be <gasps> so then other kids all started started coming so, so it was, was like first, a long line yeah so first it was my first friend we, we like the shock gets bigger and bigger every time <laughs> like it was just it just kept getting bigger and bigger why are you doing this and then eventually I, like we're kids dude like <laughs> you know Keep sticks going. will entertain us so electricity is yeah. going crazy okay um and it just kept like going crazy until he was like okay that's enough guys that's enough and then we we stopped the whole thing. Then later, I decided to go back to do it without <laughs> any like supervision this time. And now I called the entire grade to How come. How many people is that? It's like 60 people. Oh, and wow. it's, it's, it's a long, long line of kids. In front of the lion's den. In front of the lion's den. So we were like, <laughs> And then the camp instructor, I just see him like running. And I saw, <laughs> no, there's too many of you. Like he's like stressed out and I did it. You touched it? I touched it. Okay. I'm still alive. Is know? everyone else on the line still alive? I, I hope so. Nah, yes. Everyone else is still alive. But it was the craziest shock ever. Everyone, like... Did, you, did some people hit the floor? Yeah, yeah. Some people hit the floor. It was crazy. It was insane. The but hell? yes, everyone was alive. We need to yep. do the news. <laughs> Let me know what you think of this story. Chabani Malloy is here. Hi, so I don't know if the voltage will get bigger the longer the line gets of Yo, people. Yo, Carly's an electrician. But I know for a fact that no matter how many people are connected to it, if there is someone touching that fence, anything that is touching that person will definitely feel it. So it just sounds crazy. Like, like I don't even mind the electrocution part of the story. I mind the 12-year-olds next to a lion's playpen unsupervised <laughs> on camp. Like, that for me is too much. And then we got another message in. Uh, Lol, this is shocking news. Haha. But I believe it's true. Children will be children will be children. Electric troublemakers probably sponsored by these supposed adults. But, Khabane, what you may not know is... The only thing that really matters now is the third degree from the team. Okay. So over to Holly Zondo as our chief investigator. All right. So you're in camp. Yes. Um, are you barefooted? <laughs> that is a great question. No, I don't think I was. No, I wasn't. Oh. Mm. Okay. Are you so asking in case he has rubber-soled shoes? Yes. So then that tells me that the electrocution then wouldn't. Because wow. when you're wearing shoes or even rubber shoes, uh, it helps to like ground the like the electricity itself, like the spark or whatever. No, it cuts off the electric charge. Yeah. It doesn't hit the ground. That's why people working on it wear rubber-soled shoes. Yes. So then it wouldn't have transferred to all your other classmates is basically what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Although, hold on. That just means it wouldn't have gone to the ground. But it could have gone through his body into another classmate whose shoes were not rubber-soled and then it would have gone into the ground. 
No, it wouldn't have gone. Yes, it would. Uh-uh, it's it just looking have. for a route to the ground. Uh-uh. Please don't do a science degree. <laughs> 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 okay, so then just based on that, I just wanted to know if you were just wearing shoes. So I, I think you You've are heard lying enough. to us. Okay, okay. Yes. you've heard okay. enough. Okay. Madli Van Eden, what do you reckon? Okay, I'm just, I'm struggling with the part of the story where the, mm-hmm. um, I almost said the teacher, where the supervisor yeah, was telling you guys, touch the the fence and you said no. Mm. Yes. And he, why, why did he keep, uh, keep saying no, touch it, touch it? it. That's, it that sounds like so irresponsible. Yeah, mm. but it seems like he's done this before with other like, Lens. he was so sure of himself that like, Yo. it just looked like, all right, man. If I you don't see, do it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Tabo? Mm, wait, were there any repercussions like for this? Maybe did it yeah. get out to other uh, parents? Yeah, what did the parents Not say? at all. Not what? at all. Actually, I think the thing is it was fun. Mm. Like all the kids, like if a kid died, then maybe it would have been, you know. <laughs> yeah. But maybe. <laughs> but then like, you know, like you can tell a story to like a parent and just like, yo. Remember that time I got kidnapped because like there's so much joy in the story. It's like yeah, that was okay. But like 60 kids experience something like that, and not one parent goes, "Oh my goodness." Well, I mean, like, they wouldn't tell us about it because no one wants to be a snitch. It's the worst thing when you're 12 to tell on your mom. But that's about the the more people expected to keep a secret, the less the more was likely there no there's teachers, that. Was true. there no teachers also so supervising? So it was just this one. This one lion to, guy. I'm trying the to. Lion man, yeah. The lion man. <laughs> <laughs> the lion guy. No um, other s- teachers that were also supervising. There were teachers with us. children. They were mm. like our grade head teachers with us on the camp, but they were like at times just doing their own thing, like just moving around. So okay. I don't think they were there at that moment. Okay, let's let's make a call. Oli, is he telling the truth? No, definitely not. They were just there minding their own business, but they were lions in the vicinity. Marty Van Eden? Definitely a lie. Definitely a lie. Yeah, I also think it's a lie. I think it's okay. true. I just have a feeling. Okay. Don't know. Khabani Malloy, are you about to test the sprinkler system on Pants on Fire? Were you lying or telling the truth? I was telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. That is the truth. Yes. You can call up any kid from my primary school, they will tell you <laughs> right now that is 100% true. Khabane yes. Malloy is our Pants on Fire guest today. Go follow him everywhere. He's one of the breakout stand-up comedians in Joburg and South Africa. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. What an time. absolute treat. It is time for your news. We've still got Category Quiz no, for the final. There's no news, Traffic. Dan. Oh. No. <laughs> you ordered the bulletin up, yeah? What was I going to say? It is 16 minutes to 9 on a Friday. I cannot be held accountable for mistakes. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5 fmcoza